Two friends taking pictures of the rising full moon on a summer night. Two teenage kids doing what teenage kids do. When a stranger with a gun and a death wish changed everything. It was violent, it was senseless, and I will never understand it, I will never accept it. I'm Amy Donaldson, and unfortunately, we're all too familiar with stories about how violence shatters lives. But what we rarely see is how they are rebuilt. In a new podcast, The Letter, we relive tragedy, but only so we can hear the rest of the story. The struggle to reclaim lives, the realities of grief, and the possibilities of forgiveness. I believe in miracles. Sometimes I thought, there are no miracles. Yeah, there are, and this is a big one. Follow The Letter at theletterpodcast.com or wherever you get your podcasts. Inside Sources. Inside Sources. Inside Sources. Where KSL offers Utah deeper insights on the news. Host Boyd Matheson divides rage from reason and elevates the conversation on issues crucial to our community. On KSL News Radio 102.7 FM and 1160 AM. Well, while many of us are making final preparations for Christmas and holiday gathering and Many are trying to find the best deals on some gifts. Congress is also looking at some spending gifts, and we better look beyond the headlines. Let's begin. Think you know the news of the day? Think again. Well, as we've reported, the 4,500-plus page bill has been released, $1.7 trillion in spending. That's a big old omnibus And most of us are going to get run over by that bus. And we want to look at what actually is happening. Where are we? And are they looking for deals in Congress to save us some money? What are they spending our money on in this omnibus spending package that nobody's really read yet? A few people have started to read it. And sadly, the more you read it, uh, the more you get a little bit of heartburn and wonder how in the world are we going to pay for all of that. So let's start with Senate Leader Chuck Schumer, who announced, of course, an update to the omnibus negotiations with the intention to put the bill to a vote very soon. We're going to get going on this process today. Members should be ready to vote to lay the omnibus before the Senate as soon as this afternoon. We must finish passing this omnibus before the deadline on Friday when government funding runs out. But we hope to do it much sooner than that because we're mindful that a nor'easter is barreling down the East Coast on Thursday and Friday. Okay, now we're going to have to rush a vote because of the weather? (laughs) That was Senate Majority Leader Chuck Schumer saying we have to vote on this. I know none of you have read it yet, uh, but we're going to vote on this today uh, because, you know, weather. And really what he's saying is we all want to get home uh, for Christmas, and and that's what's going to happen. Mitch McConnell, the minority leader in the Senate, the Republican leader, also announced his support for the omnibus, citing the domestic spending cuts and the increase to defense spending. President Biden's proposal for fiscal 2023 was a massive real-dollar increase for liberal domestic spending and a significant real-dollar cut for our national defense. Thanks to the tireless work from Senator Shelby and a number of our colleagues, the government funding bill that we'll be taking up this week does exactly, exactly the reverse of what the Biden administration asked for. This bill will significantly grow the baseline for defense and significantly cut the baseline for non-defense, non-veterans. 
Last week we had uh, Utah Senior Senator Mike Lee on the show, and he broke down the process of what has been happening with these rushed last-minute spending package, how they're put together, and why they almost always pass. When a small handful of people in Congress get together, uh, sometimes call it the law firm of McConnell, Schumer, Pelosi, McCarthy, and they draft entirely in secret uh, a spending bill, a spending bill that they won't let anyone else see. Then they'll hold it back until the last possible moment. And uh, all of a sudden, members will start jumping on board with supporting that bill even before they've seen it, even before it exists. This bill that we'll likely be voting on next week uh, still doesn't exist. It, it hasn't been seen by members of the public or by all but this small law firm that I described within Congress. So as a result, they're trying to avoid the dual threat of either causing a government shutdown or having to work over Christmas and cancel their plans to be together with their families for Christmas so members vote for it without ever having read it. During a very fiery speech on the House floor yesterday, uh, Representative Chip Roy from Texas, who's been on this program, announced a fierce opposition to the bill and the lack of involvement from anybody, any members on either side of the aisle uh, who have been part of putting this together. At what point are we actually going to do the work of the American people in the people's house? At what point are we going to actually debate? At what point are we actually going to amend? At what point are we actually going to live within our means and stop writing checks we can't cash? The American people are staring at us. They throw their hands up in the air and they wonder what has become of the country that their brothers and sisters and dads and moms and daughters and sons have fought for. Using backroom deals, dropping these bills on the floor, and not allowing us to actually engage in debate over these important matters. Representative Chip Roy from Texas, he got it right. Uh, They're not doing the process properly at all. Uh, And so, as we mentioned, you got over 4,000 pages of bill text. Uh, This does not read like a Harry Potter novel. Uh, It is tough reading, tough sledding. No one's going to be able to read it completely in time, but there are some good people on both sides of the aisle who are actually reading the bill. And sadly, the more they read and the more they post a few things about what they've read, uh, the more disturbing it gets in terms of what they're spending of your money and my money. Two friends taking pictures of the rising full moon on a summer night. Two teenage kids doing what teenage kids do. When a stranger with a gun and a death wish changed everything. It was violent. It was senseless. And I will never understand it. I will never accept it. I'm Amy Donaldson, and unfortunately, we're all too familiar with stories about how violence shatters lives. But what we rarely see is how they are rebuilt. In a new podcast, The Letter, we relive tragedy, but only so we can hear the rest of the story. The struggle to reclaim lives, the realities of grief, and the possibilities of forgiveness. I believe in miracles. Sometimes I thought, there are no miracles Yeah, there are, and this is a big one. Follow the letter at theletterpodcast.com or wherever you get your podcasts. So let me give you just a few examples. Uh, Very interesting. The word salmon actually appears 48 times in the bill. There are over $65 million designated for salmon. There you go. Salmon are people too, I guess. There There is a $3 million expenditure for... Be friendly highways. I don't know what that is. I'm not sure how we make our highways friendly to bees. 
but apparently we're going to spend $3 million to find out. Uh, continuing on in this uh, most amazing collection of spending, uh, let's see. Uh, there is another $65.7 million for international fisheries. The fish are doing really well in this uh, omnibus for some reason. Uh, this one was an interesting one to me. Uh, there is $575 million for family planning in areas where population growth threatens biodiversity. Again, I'm not sure how we determine biodiversity, and I'm not sure how biodiversity trumps humanity. Uh, but again, we're going to spend half a billion dollars uh, to, to give it a shot. Uh, Senator Pat Leahy did well in this. Of course, he's retiring uh, at the end of this session. And Senator Leahy, to the tune of $65 million, uh, will get a lake named after him. So there's a win for Senator Leahy. Uh, Nancy Pelosi will get the federal building named after her in San Francisco. Uh, also in this bill, uh, Michelle Obama wins. She gets a uh, $3.6 million Michelle Obama trail. Uh, so that's in there. Uh, you've got a host of things. Uh, let's see. Oh, this one. This one is one of my favorites. Uh, there is four point one million dollars for a career program in the richest county in America. It's the richest county in America, and we're going to spend four million dollars uh, to make sure they have good career programs and career options there. Uh, and on and on and on it goes. Uh, we also have some monuments to journalists and service animals. Uh, we're naming a bunch of post offices. Uh, there's a, a host of, of other things just as you go through. Uh, there's some things I can't even figure out what they are or what they mean. I just know there's a lot of dollar signs after them. Uh, so that gives you a, kind of a perspective of where some of that money is going. And and here's here's the rub. And here's the thing that we, we have to think about. And that is that we're not debating these issues on the merits. We're lumping them into a big bill that has to be passed by Friday at midnight. And the reality is it doesn't because you could extend, which they would do. Uh, so don't don't be convinced that the sky is falling uh, because it won't. But it's just a way to create this fake fight and a false choice. And the false choice, as it always is, is we can either fund all of this stuff or we can fund none of it. And that's not true. It's not reality. It's not how either the House or the Senate are supposed to function. And so do we really do we really have to vote all or nothing and spend $3 million for a bee-friendly highway? Do we really need all that money for salmon? The salmon did really well in this bill. Do we really need to spend millions of dollars in career training for the richest county in America? And on and on and on it goes. And so we we have to change the process. In other words, we have to get back to the real process. It's really simple. And Congress can do its job. And so while we're all trying to find deals and save money as we buy gifts for those that we care about, sadly, over the next 48 hours, members of Congress are going to spend money like drunken sailors, which I know is offensive to drunken sailors uh, because they don't spend anywhere like this. Uh, this is wrong. And each of these items, if they're worth it, if they can stand on their own merit, then let them stand on their own merit. And let's vote on merit, not on some big omnibus 
uh, that nobody has read all the details. And we're going to continue to find things just like this uh, that is wasteful, unnecessary spending that gets loaded in because everyone's in a rush to get home for the holidays. With Lloyd Matheson on KSL News Radio. A gun in the face. Then all of a sudden, they all kind of lined up. They pointed their guns at me. And this is the point where I thought, I'm going to die today. Started two years of horror for an American in Venezuela. They said, You need to give us your phone and get ready because you're coming with us. I'm Becky Bruce, and I spent a year researching and piecing together Josh and Tammy Holt's story about their ordeal in a notorious prison. That's when everything started to turn bad. We had another pound on the door. Boom, boom, boom. And there was the police once again. You can binge all of the episodes of Hope in Darkness on kslpodcasts.com or wherever you get your podcasts.